Welcome to the RD2B podcast. Each week we sit down with a different registered dietitian nutritionist to showcase the diversity of opportunity in the dietetics profession. Our aim is to dismantle the notion that there is a traditional career path. I'm Carl Barnes, the registered dietitian behind the scenes of RD2B. And I am Jenna Warnock, the RD2B host. Our RD guests share their stories, career paths, and advice to help students like us succeed in the profession. Welcome back to another week of the RD2B podcast. I'm your host, Jenna, and this week we're sitting down with another dietetic internship to showcase, just to show the plethora of different opportunities that us aspiring registered dietitians have to offer. We're super excited to re-feature Ms. Cheryl Bacon. She's the dietetic internship director at UChicago Ingalls Memorial Dietetic Internship Program. They made a whole lot of changes to their program for this upcoming new year, which is why we have her again as a guest, just to re-showcase her almost new program. And so, yeah, thank you for taking the time to talk about your program again, Cheryl. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm happy for the opportunity to be able to share all of our exciting new changes. Yes, awesome. And so just kind of to kick things off there, you, given that you were a past guest a little over a year ago, can you discuss what prompted you to like reach out and re-record your program? Like what specific changes made you want to reach out? Of course. Yeah, it's the big change that we're all talking about in the profession, right? It's the uh, Commission on Dietetic Registration increased eligibility requirements uh, to become a registered dietitian effective January 1, 2024. And so with the incoming class, I had to make a decision as to what program format we were going to select. Previously, we thought of accepting only those with a graduate degree and continuing our 10-month program, um, but we wanted to expand the opportunities that were available and were able to partner with a fantastic institution to concurrently offer a graduate degree. So the primary reason for the change is to meet accreditation standards, um, as well as uh, line up our graduates for success so that they can be eligible to sit for the credentialing exam at the completion of our program. Mm-hmm, definitely. And I've just, you know, been hearing with programs left and right, like that 2024 changes, it is definitely on the radar now. It's crazy how time is just going by super fast. And so- absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned how you were thinking of just transition, like staying with your normal 10 month program and then just only accepting graduate students. But because you opened up that opportunity, can you kind of explain the biggest differences between your past program, the just 10 months to what your current upcoming new program will be? And just, sure. to, mm-hmm, just to clarify, this will be for the upcoming 2024 um, spring cycle. Correct. Yes. And so um yeah, a little bit of background on that. So our, we're still going to continue to accept nine dietetic interns each year. Uh, we're very fortunate being located in Chicago. We attract students from all across the nation and international students from time to time as well. So we're going to stay with nine. And the program format regarding the dietetic internship is going to look the same regardless if you choose to get your master's or if you already have a master's or are already completing one. So the dietetic internship portion for both tracks is going to be three days a week, um, presently scheduled for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So here's the major difference. If you're interested in our track one, which is our combined um, Masters of Science and Dietetic Internship, we're giving you the flexibility to complete um, an online asynchronous graduate degree at the same time as you're doing those rotations. So we're giving you a break on Monday, Friday, and the weekends to go ahead and complete those courses on your own schedule and what works best for you. For track two in our dietetic internship only, those individuals may be already in the process of completing a graduate degree elsewhere, or they have other responsibilities that life throws at them. Maybe they need 
part-time so that they can work a little bit throughout the program or meet other demands that um, they have in their lives. So in total, we're accepting nine interns. And as an internship director, I'm looking for the best intern candidate. Um, but I'm happy to share a little bit more about the graduate degree program and who we're partnering with, um, as long as you think that clearly answered your question. Oh, yes, for sure. And we definitely do kind of want to dive into, um, I mean, honestly, yeah, the next question is just describing the structure for the MSDI track specifically. And you did kind of describe what the standalone looks like, where it's just you're translating the 10, uh, you're translating the previous dietetic internship layout into the current um, standalone layout. But yeah, so could you just kind of go into your partnerships with the graduate degree program component? Sure. So um, we had a, a lot of different opportunities and different potential partners. And I was really looking for a program that offered the flexibility um, for our students, as well as has a history of online graduate um, courses offering. Um, I also wanted somebody who I can work with so that we can try to make it as seamless as possible for our interns. So it felt like one program, even though we are part of um, UChicago Medicine, um, which has the University of Chicago, there are no clinical nutrition program or, or really appropriate programs offered at that university. So I really tried to expand who might be a good match for us and ultimately very excited to partner with Roslyn Franklin University of Medicine and Science. They're located in the Chicago area as well, but they've been doing online graduate nutrition courses for over 20 years. So they are well-established as far as how to um, deliver these courses. They have been delivering the courses for busy working professionals. So traditionally they have accepted those who already have an RDN credential. Um, and now we're working with them so that they're going to accept our interns as well. Um, so as mentioned, all their courses are offered online and it's asynchronous, which means there's no scheduled time. You have your deliverables, you know what you need to do as a graduate student. And if you work best at 4 a.m. in the morning, power to you. If you're more of an 11 p.m. or whatever works best somewhere in between, you get to go ahead and organize your, your day and your time to complete those courses. Awesome. And then can you kind of describe the tuition differences between the two options, kind of going to the technical nitty gritty stuff? <laughs> of course. And so there will be two. Um, so for the dietetic internship portion, again, if you're interested in track one, combined MSDI or track two DI only, the tuition's the same. It is 11500 and that's a one-time program fee to cover either the 20-month program, which is track one, or the 17-month program, which is track two. And then there's, um, in addition to the tuition of $11,500, there's $300 fees. And what that pays for is essentially everything throughout the program, um, including your scrubs, your lab coats, any office supply, computer usage, desk space while you're in the office, um, even down to the free copies, which I know can sometimes be a headache um, when you need to go ahead and produce those as well. And so even though the program runs into a second year, that internship tuition is just a one-time cost. And we do have payment plans available for that as well. So if you're interested in track one, the graduate degree at Roslyn Franklin University, that will be a separate cost. Uh, one thing that we're super excited about is because of our relationship, they are offering all of our interns a 15% tuition scholarship. And so we have two fantastic graduate degree offerings, either, and let's make sure I get this correct, um, an MS in nutrition education, or an MS in clinical and lifestyle nutrition. So the applicants get to choose which graduate degree they're more interested in. 
One of them is 45 credits and the other is 46 credits. And taking into consideration the tuition scholarship that I talked about and the current um, fees for per uh, credit hour, that would be uh, just over $40,000 a year tuition, which is pretty comparable to other programs in the Chicagoland area. Mm -hmm, definitely. And then uh, just kind of to make sure we have all the tuition uh, information out there, sure. uh, is it the flat rate, whether you're in state or out of state? With Correct. Awesome. Yeah, okay. great question, because they are an online program. Um, mm -hmm. Financial aid is available for the graduate degree portion um, and that they have a financial counselor that you can work with. Regarding the dietetic internship, we do not have financial aid available, but as I mentioned, we do have um, payment plans, and I'm always pushing out any scholarship opportunities um, to my interns as soon as they match to the program. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely good, you know, just being accommodating, understanding, just like doing your best to meet the intern's needs to make sure they can do the best that they can, especially like with something really unique that I've heard about your program is that part-time uh, component for both the standalone and the MSDI program. And so what made, and you did kind of touch a little bit about what made you decide to do the standalone DI as part-time as well, mm -hmm. instead of full-time, but can you kind of describe the entire thought process of why you're strictly only doing a part-time for that standalone DI or kind of, yeah, just lay the framework of where that. That's a, yeah, that's a great question. Um, there were a couple components that went into it. I think the primary thing was I have my affiliation agreements. I have my sites that I place my interns at. We have over 20 different partnerships here in the Chicagoland area. And I had to think of them first and make sure that I didn't um, overburden them with the amount of interns that I have in a space. Because eventually I'm going to have an overlap and I'll have 18 students at one point in time in which cohort one would be in community, food service, management, and wellness rotations. And in year two, you would be in clinical. So given the limitations in some clinical sites, even including here at the hospital system that we're at as well, we don't want too high of an intern to preceptor ratio. I wanted to make sure that, again, we didn't have an overlap of students in cohort one and two in clinical rotations at the same time. So in order to be able to do that, I had to keep the rotation structure the same. And as I thought about that, I still thought it would be ideal because there are so many um, students uh, and, and pathways that they need right now during this time of transition. I've heard a lot about how um, students are looking for part-time program options so that they can meet the other demands of what they have going on in their life. And so I figured, let's go ahead and give it a go for this year and see if that's an attractive option for students. As mentioned, once we go through all the application process, from an internship perspective, we are just looking at who can be the best intern for us here at Ingalls. I am not dedicating a certain amount to go for the MSDI or the certain amount for DI only. It may work out on matching days that everybody's a part-time DI student or vice versa. Um, so we'll just see what kind of um, opportunities applicants are looking for, and that'll help us to decide if we're going to continue with that same format in future years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you did make that note of just wanting to have the disclaimer of given that this is your first year doing the program, there may be trial and error, certain modifications that interns have to uh, look forward to or just be on the radar. But I think definitely just with the layout of your program, you do put your interns first and you do put their like, you know, what their priority is in the internship first and you will communicate, you know, like you'll definitely communicate if anything does change or if there are modifications, which Absolutely. I do. Absolutely. 
Mm -hmm. And I think that's great. And so one note that I did think about whenever you mentioned how, hey, with the part-time standalone option, that gives interns um, extra time to fulfill the additional requirements of the graduate degree, whether it's with partnership in with uh, the Rosalind Franklin University or a separate university. And so what that made me think of is, well, this is my first question. For the standalone DI, will you be both accepting interns that have not had a graduate degree yet and have had a graduate degree? Are you accepting both parties? Great question. Yeah, we're trying to be as flexible as possible this year. Over the past several years, I, I have accepted interns who are almost done with their graduate degree, but not quite. And so we wanted a space for those individuals too, who um, are looking for a program that will take them when they're almost done. And so they may be just a few courses in, they may have just a few courses left. Um, I'm trying to work with everybody on an individual basis and encouraging folks to reach out to me to discuss um, their current situation. Again, because we're just trying to meet the needs of most right now, given this period of transition. Um, and so, to summarize, it, yes, we will be accepting those who already have a graduate degree. We will also be accepting individuals who are currently enrolled in a graduate program elsewhere, not with Rosalind Franklin University, or certainly it can be if they are already enrolled as well. Um, but we'll consider both of those applicants uh, going forward. Awesome. And then kind of like pivoting more towards if they're deciding to take a graduate degree outside of the options that you have, or they're planning on getting a graduate degree before taking the program, do you have any recommendations for types of graduate degrees that they could pursue that could align well with your dietetic internship? Yeah, that's a good question. Again, right now, um, I think a lot of programs and including the Commission on Dietetic Registration, just being flexible. Uh, you know, what interest does the student have? You can have a graduate degree in nutrition, of course, or it could be an MBA, it could be a master's of public health. What I will say with regarding our relationship with Rosalind Franklin University, another reason that I chose them as a partner is because their curriculum aligns with a lot of our rotations. So the program director, Dr. Melissa Bernstein and I have worked really closely to line up the coursework and make sure that it, as close as we can, it mirrors um, what they're going to be doing in supervised practice. Um, so that way they can immediately apply what they're learning. And we've gone so far as to um, take some of what they're learning in their courses, such as having to write a large literature review for one of their courses. Um, and during the internship program, we're gonna take time to adapt that into an all day continuing education event. And so it'll be over the course of a few weeks where the interns learn about event planning, including marketing, registration, sponsorship, and then also execution of an event. So we're working really closely together to take what they're learning in the classroom and applying it. For those interns who are interested in track two, um, I'm open. If they're already uh, enrolled in a graduate degree program, I'm definitely going to be having those conversations to learn what classes that they're in. And I'll take that in consideration when I'm setting up their rotation schedule and try to do my best to align those experiences. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Because I think from what I've seen with the future education model and the graduate program models and everything like that, is they're definitely wanting to align curriculum and reinforcing it with that hands-on. Because, um, I mean, if they've seen with like just pass rates for the RD exam, having that concept with the application at the same time, it reinforces it and it makes it stick. And I think it's great how you guys are offering that you know, you took that extra step with Rosalind Franklin, but you're also open to seeing whether you're taking it with Rosalind Franklin or not, how else you can make the graduate program integrate well with that as well. And so I think that that's a really great thing that you're taking into consideration. And mm -hmm, yeah, and so 
you have discussed like a bunch of big changes with your program and like you know I'm sure it's like all very exciting with a new time for you guys given that you've been around for so many years and so but for what you would say what is your like what are you most excited about with this new format? Yeah, I think it's, um, I've been a program director here for the past nine years. And so I'm excited to shake things up a little bit. I'm excited for the flexibility of the new format, because uh, if COVID taught me anything, having a plan is a fool, Karen. <laughs> like you just have to adapt. And I've become so much more accepting of that over um, the past several years. And so I really appreciate, again, that we have rotations scheduled for three days a week. But if we need to modify to make it work what's best for the students, we can go ahead and do that. And then I'm just really excited to also learn what they're learning in their graduate courses so that I can hopefully, again, align those with the learning experiences and elevate anything that we're doing in supervised practice as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm like definitely with the 2024 changes, it's a lot of new change, but it's, you know, taking advantage of that change and putting your program in a really like nice and exciting direction with that. And um, like kind of one follow-up question with, um, you know, the internship and wanting to support your interns with their graduate degree, but also their um, internship rotations. How have you in the past and how will you continue to support your interns throughout the program? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm lucky um, in that I have a small group and, and that makes it quite manageable to uh, develop, you know, personal relationships with everyone. We have a shared office space. So right outside my office is where all the interns sit. Um, and then we all together have a shared office space with the clinical nutrition team as well. And so I think just being in the same environment offers a certain degree of support, not just from me, but peer support, and then also mentor support from the dietitian preceptors. Um, so certainly we're not losing any of our space or anything. So we'll still have um, that contact. And I think regular contact is important um, to kind of get a feel. You can read body language too. How are things going? Are you stressed out? How can I support you? Uh, we solicit feedback all the time in the forms of evaluations. Just like we're evaluating our intern's performance, we wanna hear how we're doing. And given that we're a small program, um, I can take that feedback and those suggestions and incorporate them right away. So if the interns have a thought on how to modify something, I can go ahead and have that discussion and we can go ahead and talk about change. So that's one level of support. I also incorporate a monthly reflection, um, asking them to think about thinking uh, and really kind of reflect on a bigger level, something they're learning about themselves in this whole experience. And that provides a lot of really good insight <laughs> for me with how they're doing and how else I might be able to support them. Um, additionally, we'll continue to have, um, in this new format going forward, class days like once a month um, where all nine interns come together so that we can uh, talk about our shared experiences. Because even though three interns may be in their management rotation, even if they're at the same location, they're not having all the same experiences. So we'll talk about that. And then during those class days, the more traditional support, of course, the DI exam, um, the CDR exam prep, um, the tuition covers for a two-day review course. And then I sprinkle in practice questions all throughout the program. Um, we do extensive um, class days on like resume writing, interview, negotiation skills, licensure application and advocacy towards the end of the program when they're really uh, about ready to go ahead and start applying those things. 
Awesome. Yeah. So you definitely like cover the range of you want to check in with how they're doing personally, like, you know, stress levels, experience level, putting them all together to see how they all are doing collectively. But then also, you know, you can't forget you have an RD exam at the end of the internship and stuff <laughs> right. to worry about as well. So it's good that you checked all those boxes. And um, now kind of shifting because, you know, we talked about what you you're excited about about the new program and just kind of your whole um, perspective towards the program. But do you find a common reason of to why interns choose your program or like common things you've heard? Yeah, um, you know, I think Chicago is a huge attraction uh, for sure, especially for folks who are out of town or a lot of times um, I would say typically about half of our interns are from the Chicagoland area and are moving back. This year, um, it tends to be more folks from out of state. But I think one of the things that attracts the students, because I'll ask them this question as I prepare for our open house, is um, that I have a lot of availability to work with the interns. Again, I'm physically here. They get to know their director. They, they don't have to wonder who to go to if they have an issue or problem. That said, I'm always going to encourage you to solve your own problem or to come to me with solutions, because there won't always be someone like, like me or a boss or supervisor for that. And so I'm coaching them throughout that. Um, but I think, again, it's the availability and the office environment that we have just provides that level of comfort and reassurance that you're going through this tough time with other folks and that it's um, quite the learning experience. And so um, I, I would say that those are kind of the main reasons why folks uh, choose our program. As part of our open house experience, too, I always leave a half hour where I leave the open house. And our current interns share their experiences with um, the current students. And they always tend to go over a half hour. I never listen in. I never um, solicit feedback like who said what. It's a time to kind of um, let down their guard a little bit. I know it can be very nerve wracking to talk to a program director. I remember my experience, even though it was years ago, um, and how terrifying that could be. But I think it's really telling when our current interns have a lot to share about the positive experiences that they're having. I hear about that a lot when I talk to my applicants, when I say, why Ingalls? Why are you applying to be an intern here? And a lot of them will refer back to the time that they spent talking to our current interns. And so I think uh, that's kind of just general advice I have too. If you can talk to interns in the current program, um, that's gonna be really telling as far as what their experience is and to help you determine whether or not that's a good fit for you. Mm -hmm. And I think you did a great plug on just attending open houses in general, because yeah. like your program is just one example of you step outside for 30 minutes to have just the interns, current interns talk to interested uh, students and everything. And like, even for me, like that's just one insight into one open house. And then like, if you're a student that doesn't even know where to start, like just going to open houses is a great way to like, you know, one, show your camera, like don't have your camera off. And then, you know, two, just getting to see the inside of what it is like to be front lines as an intern. And so I think that's a great thing that you plugged as well, just for, you know, that general advice. And we're going to uh, kind of end with one last question also about advice, but sure. it's um with the application process with diecast, it can be very daunting, scary. It's a big, huge thing. But so is there anything that you would want every student applying to dietetic internships to know, whether it's technical, you know, general, or just some sound words of advice? Yeah, great question. Um, regarding the technical stuff, I'll defer on that just because the web admin and platform changed entirely this year. So 
one more thing for the poor applicants this year to deal with the 2024 degree requirements and then DICUS looks different and all program directors are, are learning it ourselves as well. So my advice will be a little bit more general and it ties into what I shared earlier in that make sure that wherever you're applying to is a good fit for you. Um, and to determine that, it can be an open house. I get it. People are Zoom fatigued, everything else. Open houses are just not what they used to be now that they're virtual. They're more accessible, but it just it doesn't give you the same feelings and vibes. So I highly encourage you, wherever you're interested in going, reach out to that program director. Have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with them. We get a ton of applications, and everybody looks pretty similar on paper. And so, um, you know, with, with some exceptions or whatnot, but we all have certain criteria that we need to meet in order to be eligible for application. So what's gonna make you stand out is if you have that conversation and I remember talking with you, um, what impression that you made. And really the impression is you're a good communicator and you're asking specific questions about our program that cannot be answered on the homepage of the website. <laughs> um, so really it's, and ask for, students email addresses or contact information ask to be connected with current interns in the program so that you can learn if that'll be a good fit for you we always get asked um, what what will increase my chances of being matched with your program and i say if you can demonstrate to me that you want to be here because we want people who want to be here otherwise it's a really long 10 months now it's going to be a really long 17 or 20 month program so do your homework know what you're getting into and if the website's not clear, reach out and have a conversation with that program director, or if they can put you in contact with the coordinator, whoever's responsible for running daily operations, and ask your specific question to learn more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great thing to end on. And just you never know where that reach out or where that conversation will go. But yes, yeah, so thank you so much, Cheryl, for talking about your program. I'm super excited for what it looks like for you and the future interns. And I know that all the listeners We'll learn just a great deal about your program. So yes, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity.